Well, welcome back to the Walk as Jesus Walk podcast series. And in today's message, we'll focus on living the Spirit-led life. Now, if we're to walk as Jesus walked, it's essential to understand that once we are spiritually reborn, born again, we become indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And from that point on, we must live a Spirit-led life. This is a far different life than living our lives the way we once did when we were part of this world, before we were transformed, before we were born again, because now we're part of the supernatural kingdom of heaven. We're no longer of this world. And Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 and 17, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh craves what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are opposed to one another so that you do not do what you want. This is sin. This is struggle. This is the struggles that we who are in Christ even have, is that our flesh and these earthly desires and things will try to tug of war with what the spirit seeking to do in our lives. So if we're following Jesus, we can honestly expect that there will be times of struggle, that that tug of war between our flesh and spirit will take place. And therefore, we need to become totally dependent on supernatural strength and, and the guidance that can only come from the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, just as he instructed us to. But yet, what happens is so many people Try to intellectually work their way through it. Let me go look for the answers. Oh, here, I will try this. I will try that. But they fail to go to the source of the supernatural power that we need in order to overcome. If we're, once again, truly following Jesus, we must understand that it's he who will provide all the spiritual knowledge and wisdom that we're going to need in our life. And he will do this through the promised advocate, the Holy Spirit, that is the Spirit of Jesus. In 1 John 2, verse 27, the Apostle John wrote, And as for you, the anointing, meaning the Spirit, that you received from him, meaning the Lord, remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But just as his true and genuine anointing teaches you about all things, so remain in him as you have been taught. John's telling us that the anointing that lives within us is the sole proprietor of the spiritual guidance and power that we need to walk a spirit-led life. And he says that you don't need anyone to teach you. But so many people go and they want to self-learn, so they read and they try to discover uh, they go and listen to a sermon or a pastor, but they go off and they, they seek ways to educate themselves without even realizing that this is the way the world learns. But they never spiritually grow to a point where they realize this is not how we spiritually grow in Christ as new creations. So when Jesus was asked, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself to us, his followers, and not to the world? 
Jesus replied, you know, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Now, these are the words that are written on our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whenever He says, whoever does not love me does not keep my words. The word that you hear is not my own, but it is from the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken to you while I am still with you. So he's talking present tense with his disciples, his followers. And he's letting them know, hey, guess what? If you love me, you will keep my words. And then he goes on to say, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have told you. So Jesus is telling us that if we're truly following him, if we're truly his disciples, that the advocate that the Father will send, the Holy Spirit, the anointing that John spoke of, that's coming to live within us, the Holy Spirit, will teach us everything we need and will remind us of everything that Jesus taught. We don't need someone else to teach us. We don't need to go find it and look it up and try to figure it out and discover. In John 16, 7, Jesus said, you know what? Unless I go away, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So we have a promise from Jesus that the Father will send the Spirit, which we know happened on Pentecost. And we know that when we are born again, we are then baptized into his body, placed in by the power of the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, the Spirit indwells us, the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. So now we have everything that we need if we would just have the faith to believe that, if we would just allow him to become our shepherd and our guide. In John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15, Jesus continues. He says, you know, I still have much to tell you, he was telling his disciples, but you cannot bear to hear it. Not at this time. He knew that. But then he continues. However, when the spirit of truth comes, the spirit knows no lies. The Holy Spirit is truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Therefore, if we're following him, that's the way. And if we want truth, it's through his spirit. And then he will give us life. He says that the spirit of truth, when it comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears, and he will declare to you what is to come. He will glorify me by taking from what is mine and disclosing it to you. Where is our source for spiritual growth? Jesus is telling us this. That's not what you're going to learn out there in um, you know, countless doctrines, countless denominations. They'll tell you a whole different story. But this is what Jesus is telling us, is that his spirit will come to live within us and will disclose everything, and it will be the truth. Everything that belongs to the Father is mine, Jesus said. That is why I said that the spirit will take from what is mine and disclose it to you. So therefore, it is the spirit that teaches and guides us into the will of God. 
Spiritual truth is not based on what we think or what we interpret from the Bible. It's not what they're teaching in the seminaries. It's not what's being taught from the pulpits. It is supernaturally given to those of us who are truly in the body of Christ. Those who are truly in Christ. Now, the written scripture, well, there's lots of different scriptures. You look at the Old Testament, the New Testament, where you have gospels and you have letters that were written by different folks in the New Testament. All of this is great. And it is one way, just one way, that the Lord can impart spiritual guidance, but not the primary source, as many believe it to be, and will tell you this. Jesus clearly told us that the primary source is the advocate, the Holy Spirit. Well, also, along with that thinking, all through the years, um, I've heard People say, well, the Bible says this, and the Bible says that, and the Bible, I mean, it's it's all about the Bible. And that's their habit. And they do it with one another, and it becomes their lingo, you know, their jargon. It's how they talk. The Bible says this. Well, you know, the Bible says that. And they typically, they can quote something that fits the context, whatever it is that they're trying to say. I mean, they're good at that because they're memorizing it, and they've got their own script that they're running. So I typically want to ask them whenever somebody says that the Bible says this or the Bible says that, I'd say, but what does Jesus say about that? This is what I'm inclined to want to say. And you know what? I have said that at times. And when I have, you know, the usual answer that I get is that the Bible and Jesus are the same. They're one and the same, meaning that they equate the Bible to Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. This is a very dangerous concept. In fact, it can be the very foundation for idolatry by placing an object, such as the Bible, as equal to God. Now, to many, the Bible is the only source of God's voice. And with them, there is just no truth and anything that can come to you that's not written. They put their total trust in the Bible but they don't put any trust in the advocate. Well, the advocate will work through the Bible. Many will say, if I can't find it in the Bible, then God must not have said it. Now, this brings up a problem then. Because before the Bible went to print, we're talking now first, second, fourth, tenth century, before the Bible was around. How did the true body of Christ spiritually grow and seek guidance? Well, were they less equipped without a Bible? Of course they were not. And why? Because they depended on the promised guide, the Holy Spirit, to teach them everything. And that is just what the Holy Spirit did. But, you know, as soon as they started putting the Bible in the press, then people started arguing about it. Then they started dividing. And we went from uh, having one, um, as they call it, Catholicism, which is one religion for the whole world. Then we had protesters of that. And now you have threaded uh, wheat out there. All these different people are making their own interpretations of the written Bible. They're not allowing the Holy Spirit to be their guide. Therefore, 
those who truly follow Jesus must seek a spirit-led life and live by faith, trusting that the Spirit will teach and guide them into all truth, with or without a Bible. I say that again. If we have a true personal relationship with Jesus, we must trust by faith the Lord and teach and guide us into all things, seen or unseen, whether we understand it or not. Now, those who believe that the Bible is the only source for spiritual growth are just foolishly mistaken. Only human reasoning based on human intellect would cause someone to believe that those who in Christ would suffer a stunted spiritual growth without a Bible. Where is the dependence on what Jesus promised? It's not there. That's why we have the mess that we have called the institutionalized church. So on the contrary, it is those who are not fully dependent on Jesus through the advocate for their spiritual growth who do not grow spiritually. They can only grow from a human or worldly sense, from an intellect. And then, well, that you can argue all day long what's right and wrong because it's based on your own perception. So guess what? The adversary, no doubt, enjoys authoring all kinds of false doctrines and beliefs such as what I was just sharing. Satan never stops trying to divide, confuse, and mislead whenever and wherever he can. Now, the product of these false beliefs is that many will remain lost and spiritually separated from God. Why? Because they lack the faith to trust in the Spirit. This is the reason that we have countless differing doctrines, denominations, and each one based on someone's perception. Those who are truly in Christ, we know that we take on the mind of Christ, and the mind of Christ tells each one of us that it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can grow spiritually. There are many who read the Bible and grow intellectually and grow that way concerning all the contents, Old Testament, New Testament, but they fail to gain a supernatural spiritual insight because they interpret the scriptures based simply on human understanding. Well, praise God. Jesus kept his promise. He sent the Holy Spirit to live within or in 12 every born-again believer who follows Jesus. Now, if we who are truly in Christ choose to live our lives by faith and not by sight, and not by human understanding, then we will have a life just filled with many blessings. So it's no secret that there's a lot of confusion, disagreement, and even fear when it comes to the topic of the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. And the primary reason for this confusion is fear, which is the product of a lack of faith. This shouldn't be an issue for those who walk by faith, who walk as Jesus walked, as this is the spiritual power promised by Jesus. 
the advocate is that power. The Holy Spirit is that source. Those who do not find peace in simply living by faith, well, they lack spiritual wisdom. The scriptures tell us, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, that will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I'm so concerned. I don't want to listen to the wrong voices. I don't want to be misled. Well, you're being misled. If you're not listening to the voice of God, if you're not listening to the source that was promised, you're already deceived. You're already missing it. That's in Philippians 4, 7. Now, living a spirit-filled life is not something that we need to figure out or understand. Instead, we need to live it. We need to accept it by faith, trusting in the Lord, just as it says in Philippians 4, 7, to guard us, to guard our hearts, and to guard our minds. So if we don't have faith in that, then we're lost already. We're going to believe every whim, every doctrine, anything. Our minds can be shifted because we're not gaining our insight from above. We're gaining it from a human, worldly standpoint. This faith we need, it's the same faith that produced spiritual rebirth in all those who are born again. And at that point, remember, we're indwelt with the Holy Spirit. But when we have that source and we don't use it, we substitute it. Let's use the Bible instead and we'll gain all of our insight. Then we can fight and argue and uh, apologize for whatever we want, but we never spiritually grow. So that's in closing, it's essential for everyone who claims to abide in him to walk as Jesus walked. And that is only possible for those who live a spirit-led life in him.